This is not your mother's middle age. No longer is waking up each day, living the wash, rinse, and repeat cycle acceptable. We have the life lessons, the relationships, the wins, and the losses with which to navigate to our highest self without hesitation and without fear leading the way. We have been there and done that, and so we have so much to offer the world and each other. So join me on this journey speaking to ordinary women doing extraordinary things for new insights, new ideas, new medical breakthroughs, and new life lessons. You will be inspired to find your best life here and now. My name is Wendy Charles McGuire, and this is your Second Wind Podcast. Welcome, Second Winders. Today, I have a fabulous woman in front of me. Her name is Cindy Kennedy, and she's a wife, a mother of three adult women, and has been a nurse practitioner working in women's health for over 20 years, specializing and practicing gynecological health. Then out of nowhere, Cindy became a patient. A sudden risk pain became the start of her ongoing journey to find answers to her failing health. And as a knowledgeable healthcare professional, Cindy sought out a multitude of doctors, none of whom could help her. And her illness became a mystery. After not accepting her various diagnoses, Cindy changed her course and set out to find her own health. Following her improvement in health, she left gynecology and opened up her own practice with her daughter for integrative health. And her motto with that was educate, advocate, and collaborate. And in this process, also, she started a podcast and she brought many, many experts on and doctors, all of whom helped not only the listeners on their own health journey, but Cindy herself. So today I welcome you, Cindy, and hopefully our our internet connection will stay stable. I'm in Pennsylvania and it's a knowing. Anyway, so welcome so much to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for reaching out. This is great. This is really great. And we're going to talk about Cindy's health journey. And I found her through another second wind, what was interview. And she said, oh, you must talk to my friend. And I started listening to her podcast and it was so helpful to me. So I really appreciate that you did that. It was like a public service for everyone. Well, back in the day, the biggest problem was there wasn't credible information. So that's really the underlying reason why I chose to do podcasting. Yeah. So let's talk about your, well, we can kind of call it a second wind where you got the diagnosis that sent you over the edge and you're like, no, 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 no. (laughs) And I want you to say what you said. Yeah. And then you got that because it's great. And then you got that intuitive, that divine intervention, you said, with an intuitive download that sort of sent you on your journey. So why don't you build us up to that moment where you said that to that doctor? Oh, I know. I know. You know, it was, I really was at my wits end and I totally remember wrapped in a blanket saying on the phone to the primary care, listen, you know, I am infected. I feel infected. And she was angry at me. And she said, well, I can give you three weeks of doxycycline. I was like, bring it on. So then she sent me off to a rheumatologist and I said to him, and I had been on the doxy for probably the full three weeks. I said, wow, I'm 75% better. And he said, well, I don't know why. And so he goes on and he's squeezing my my wrist, he's squeezing my legs, whatever. And he goes, ah, you have fibromyalgia. And I said, fibromyalgia. That is the catch-all diagnosis. It doesn't have a root cause. And at that point, I said, there's something wrong. You know, there's something deep down wrong. And, you know, back, gosh, this was back about, oh, where are we? 2011, 12, when this all began, there just wasn't information. It's a long time ago. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm so much better now, but the point being is the, you're disgusted. You become disgusted with medicine. You become embarrassed that you're part of that you know, realm, because I didn't know any better. So I had to learn, I had to start from scratch, because no one was really interested in figuring it out. 
So your nudge was what? So my nudge was I just didn't want to give up. I could have really, you know, quit working. At one point, it was funny because someone called me and said, I was talking to so-and-so and they were talking to so-and-so that said that you're cutting down your hours because you have narcolepsy. <laughs> Talk about the craziest things, narcolepsy. No, I don't have narcolepsy. I was exhausted, but I wasn't falling asleep out of nowhere. And I just had a drive. This was not going to end my career. This was not going to make me feel like a failure. And so I just went, I continued on my path, you know, and tried to find someone who would listen to me. I did find an integrative doctor who said, I really think it's an infection. And then the whole process of getting on antibiotics and adding multiple antibiotics together and trying to feel better. But I just was one that never did feel really great on antibiotics. And I had to really work at learning to support my gut health. And, and at one point, I just said, I'm done with all this antibiotic stuff. I had had a pick line for IVs. I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. And I just started reestablishing good gut health and eating as pristine as I could. And then at a later date, I did herbal treatments. And then as I just learned and I had more podcast guests, I realized, huh, there's more people out there that could use services that aren't just conventional medicine. And that kind of swung me into, why don't I do this? Why don't I, I do this? And at one point it was Thanksgiving, I was with my oldest daughter, who's a registered dietitian. And I put my hand on her shoulder and I just said, and that's where you come in. I didn't have a plan <laughs> for it. <laughs> I, truly, I didn't have this like kind of thought out process about how it was going to happen. I didn't have any of it. And it just kind of evolved. On need. It's kind of crazy. I can't believe it. You know, being my own boss, I almost feel like I need to call myself sometimes and say, I'm running late. You know, I have to call myself because I'm the <laughs> boss. I don't know if I like that. But anyways, it's wonderful. We have a wonderful electronic medical records format. We can do in office for me, Kara always works remotely because she's in Maryland, but we can do remote. It's great. And I established a wellness center and we see a lot of different things and we work on detox. We have a infrared sauna. We have an infrared biomat. We do mm. specialized yoga classes. We have additional practitioners with us, but I'll tell you, I always look at people now and I offer them hope. I think that's the biggest thing people need to hear. I hear you. I agree. There's a reason. And now we've got to search for it because no one searches in conventional medicine. It's a diagnosis and a prescription. Yeah. And unfortunately, even for constipation, it's a prescription. What happened to magnesium citrate? That'll cure anybody's constipation for the most part. Absolutely. But yeah, it's unfortunate. And you know, the different areas of the country have wonderful functional and integrative health care. And where I am, I'm in Western Massachusetts. Yes. People don't know and don't get it. And all of a sudden I go from being like, oh my God, you know, gynecology, this is great to now trying to encourage and educate people that there are other approaches to being healthy. Kind of crazy. That I can't even imagine. You took like a given good job, but see, it was a series of events too, after we talked. So it became more of a big business. So you were already kind of getting dismayed with what was going on. Like it's sort of like there was a playbook and everything kind of fell in place for you to do this. And then selfishly, I am really glad you did this because then when I didn't know what was wrong with me and trying to get someone to help me, it just didn't make sense why it just wasn't a cut and dry situation that I could just get the test and just get it done and just move forward and start healing. I had plenty of time to sit there and I think I listened to almost all of your podcasts. Wow. And that's, that's a big, that's a big thing. Yeah. I had lots of time. I was going back and forth to New Jersey, helping my mother and, you know, sitting in hospitals, just listen, put your oh. earphones in and listen and reading the books and finding some of the professionals you had on and watching the documentary that everyone should watch is really important. So what we're talking about 
if you haven't figured it out, is Lyme, but you didn't start with Lyme. You started with mold. Is that right? Well, no, actually it was Lyme, but was you Lyme. never, okay. well, you know what? Chicken or the egg. We can mm. debate this type of situation. I had no idea. I had no idea about mold illness. I had, I really, it wasn't until we got established, we then started getting accounts with different companies who do functional testing, very different than just your regular blood draw or urinalysis. And I had an opportunity to do environmental toxin testing and mycotoxin or mold toxin testing. And I did it. And I couldn't believe a, the amount of glyphosate, which is mm. in Roundup. And mm -hmm. even if you're eating, you know, completely clean, yeah. it's yeah. still even in our organic, but who knew, you know, and then plastics, the plastics, I couldn't believe it. Every, you know, now I've learned that, gosh, you know, get things, don't microwave anything in a plastic and definitely don't store food in plastic and get rid of the plastic straws and get your metal straw, you know, all these different things that you just don't know about. And no one talks to you about that. And then the mycotoxin test came back and that was even a bigger issue because people didn't know what to do with it. I even went to a naturopath and she had gone through training and she says, well, I don't even know if I believe in this. So oh, here no. I was, oh, what do you mean you don't believe in this? It's, you right know? In, it's on the paper. It's exactly. this is a thing. Exactly. Ah. All you do, you know what? And it, when there's a lot of questions, what you do is you call the company and you get one of their consultants to explain it to you. You cannot pee out mycotoxins unless you have mycotoxins. Now, could there be some from food? Well, they've looked at studies and they're not convinced that what you're peeing out is from food. There are things that mm. probably could contribute. You know, peanuts are kind of moldy and my favorite pistachios are a little moldy. Coffee is a terribly moldy, but it doesn't seem to, you know, it could be most of the studies on mold are done with animals and their feed and how they get sick. And it's water damaged buildings. And when after this, I said, well, if I'm positive, I'm going to test my husband. So I tested him. He was positive. So mm -hmm. the only thing we could get back to was one of the issues was a stinky front loader washing machine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then there were some issues in the building that I worked in that was not taken care of. And we had multiple leaks. And really, for anybody listening that wants the quickest bit of information is you have really a couple of days to have professional help to dry out a leak, uh, a flooded basement, whatever, before you're going to get mold. So carpets have to go, the bottom of the drywall, all the wood. It's really, truly a nightmare. And I have to say right now with my patients who have gone elsewhere, had other diagnoses, are not seeming to improve, I offer them uh, mycotoxin testing. And I have to say that everyone but one, which probably probably is a dozen or more have been positive. And when we go back and we start talking, it's like, oh yeah, we did have, because what you're excreting today is not necessarily from yesterday. It can be from months or years ago. We don't know how long the body will store it, maybe forever, but it can really wreak havoc. Yeah, that's incredible. So Cindy, let's go back a little bit. What were your symptoms? What happened? You know, I mentioned it in the beginning that you had wrist pain. I did. I had odd. this crazy wrist pain just making my bed. It was odd. And then it just became crushing fatigue, just crushing. And then it was sore throats and swollen glands. And it just was like a mishmash of multiple things. I didn't have the typical kind of roving joint pain from one place to another. I didn't. When it became much more obvious that we've got some bigger issues than just a little bit of wrist pain, 
my hands were so swollen. My fingers looked like sausages. And then I would get headaches and night sweats. And it wasn't, you know, the typical night sweat. These were drenching. And I was up a couple times and it wasn't easy to figure out. So I would go forward a little bit and say, okay, you know, I'm going to see infectious disease. Well, they didn't know anything, you know, they want to make sure I don't have HIV or anything of that nature, you know, Lyme is just not on their radar. And in this area, it's still not. They think that anybody that gets diagnosed with Lyme is going to be cured 100%. There's no other problem. Three weeks of antibiotics and you're fine. You know, close that case. And that's not what happens. The majority of people who have Lyme tests at a standard lab, you know, it misses half of Lyme because your body is requiring your body to make antibodies. And sometimes you're not making enough to be picked up, or sometimes your body is had <laughs> has made nice, nice with Lyme and it's not going to treat it like it's an infection. It's very, very odd. I have to say, learning all of this information, and you did start to mention, but you didn't say the title, the one document that is frightening, but true is called under our skin. And that's where I've gotten people to really realize that it's really up to them to search for their answer and to not stop because you can choose to just live and dwell in illness, or you can continue to move forward and find that person that'll help you. You know, my husband and I, he would come with me, support me, and we would have that first visit with that new practitioner. And we would be like, yes, someone believes us, they're going to help. And then they'd run tests, I'd come back the next time, and it would make us terribly sad. You know, at this point, well, we don't know. Gosh, you seem fine on paper. You look fine. You look good. Damn. You're the healthiest sick person I know. And Mm -hmm. you know, maybe it's just stress. Maybe you need to work less. Maybe, you know, and that it's like, it was a constant feeling like no one cares. No one wants to invest the time. And you know, one of the problems with investing the time is practitioners who decide to take insurance And what happens is they have to see a volume of people on an everyday basis to keep their lights on. And so they cannot get paid for the time that's needed to care for people who have complex chronic illness. It's sad, but it's true. And so that's a lot of out of pocket. It's a lot of out of pocket. Oh, yes. It's it's kind of getting crazy. Beginning when they just had given me doxycycline, I'm like, oh, that's $13. No problem. Yeah, you know? I could do and that. And then the next batch of stuff comes along. And then in one week, it's $1,500. And then the next week, it's more. And then you have to order more stuff. And there's a huge approach that has to be taken. And it's not just a pill for three weeks and it's gone. And here at my summer place, one of the gentlemen that works here, who I've known for many, many years, he was diagnosed with Lyme around the same time I was. And when I called the shop today, I asked how he was doing. Oh, he's fine. He's back. You know, he still can't lift his arms up over over his head and he feels really weak still you know he was on antibiotics for three weeks he's fine they said he's cured and I'm like oh my oh no that can't be I said that can't be and we're in Pennsylvania right now oh that's a big 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 place it's a hot spot and so I'm a little shocked that treatment is what he was given I'm going to be calling him later by the way oh I hope you do I I generally you know I'll do here's the clincher okay this is what kills me let's go back to I'm 75% better and then the answer is gee I don't know why so let's take a new a different diagnosis okay Mm -hmm. all right Wendy you come to me we're going to go back to my gynecology days you come to me you have frequency burning on urination you've got all the signs and I treat you with a a short course of antibiotics because back in the day, and even now you don't have to treat with extended antibiotics. So I treat you for three days, call you up and say, Hey, Wendy, how you feeling? You're like, wow, I am better, but quote unquote, I'm only 75% better. And you know what I do? I give you Mm -hmm. more antibiotics for a longer treatment. I treat you now seven days, maybe 10 days, call you up and you're going to say to me, all my symptoms are gone. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say, great, perfect. But when it comes to people 
who have these symptoms of Lyme and everybody's told through up to date, which is a resource that you, all you have to do is treat for the three weeks. That's wrong. That's wrong. Lyme replicates itself in three week cycles. So you could miss a whole cycle and that's why you get better, but it's not all gone. And it depends on how long ago you started with your symptoms. Unfortunately, not everybody gets a bullseye. I didn't have bullseye, but it also depends on how many co-infections you have as well. Right. Exactly. So my doctor, I said, I was kind of, I don't really want to be on antibiotics anymore. And she goes, well, the half-life is 27 months of everything. And I'm like 27 months. Oh yeah. Let's do math. That's like over two years. The half-life of what? Half, I guess of the little boogers I'm trying to fight. Oh, are you asking me to remember anything? Because That's right. CRS. We all have it. We all have it. But you know, I'll tell you, there's ways around that because your body is working so hard and it's any type of underlying infection causes inflammation. And part of working on inflammation is, you know, diet and stress. And we talked about this before, you know, binders, let's remove some of the garbage, let's support the body, let's support the mitochondria, which are the little powerhouses, the little ever ready battery and all the cells, we got to support all of these. It's not just about killing somebody wrote a book, don't kill my Lyme. I don't remember who it was. And I didn't understand what that meant. But I did learn I figured it out that it, it meant like, the more you're killing the sicker the person's getting unless you've got them detoxifying you know you got to get rid of it got to get rid of it you got some good care going on though you know we talked about that and I was very happy about your care yeah that made me feel better because you do there's so much out there and you just don't know what you don't know and what the right course is. And you can go and spend $30,000 was the amount of this one doctor that was willing to see me with many, many trips to Florida and $30,000. Yeah. There's another very, very well-known doctor that takes, I don't know. I think it's last I heard it's about like 15 grand as a retainer. Yeah. That's when you're so sick. And you said this so well in one of your podcasts, you said you got to the point where if someone said to you, well, if you stick a needle in your eye, if I stick this needle in your eye, I know it's going to make you feel better. You're like, here's my eyeball. Yes, yes, yes. Stick Stick it in. Yes. Stick the needle in my eye. You're to do what it takes to feel better. And no one knows. And no one knows what you're going through because they cannot see it. No, they don't get it. I've lost friends over this. Truly, they walked away. Oh my God. They just walked away. Thought I was just like crazy. My mind, I was just... Oh, she just wants attention. Is yeah. it one of those? Yeah. Well, it just, I guess people become very uncomfortable or really they're not capable of a, a good level of empathy. You know, Wendy, I tell you, you don't realize it, but all of a sudden things become clearer in life. And, you know, you can say, oh, don't sweat the small stuff. Well, this is big stuff. And the only way people who are having chronic issues, and I don't care if it's chronic joint issues, I don't care if it's medical things like cholesterol, diabetes, I don't care if it's an infectious thing like Lyme or other chronic things, it has to become clear to that person that it is going to take work and they have to buy into that and do the work. I'm going to tell you that in our practice, one of the most upsetting issues for myself and Kara are the people that we are, and I'm, I just want people to get better. I want them to feel like it's working, but they don't feel better. The ones that don't feel better are the ones that are not doing the work. It is work. Mm. It's, it's work it to work. stay well. Mm-hmm. It you is. know what? I talk to people a lot about car maintenance. I, go ahead. Say why. Why? <laughs> <laughs> because why? two things. Your medical insurance has become like car insurance. It'll pay when you're in a wreck, but it's not going to pay to help you be healthy. Or to, Oh my gosh. Okay? That's 100% right. Okay. That is All such right. a good analogy. Number two. 
is uh-huh. if you're driving down a highway and your check mm-hmm. engine light goes on, you would 100% pull over, get that car serviced immediately. You would never reach underneath, pull down the wires and snip that check engine light wire and just keep going. Yet people do this to themselves and all of a sudden it's a catastrophe. You know, you've got Mm -hmm. to take ownership. This is one body, one life. And yeah, it's going to take supplements to stay well. It, it may take some medications, but it's going to take you your participation in your own health care and understanding. I go crazy when people say, I don't know, what's it, that blue pill? That, what, what is that, white capsule? Don't you know? You've got to own it. You got to be in on it. No, I'm working on that. Yeah. You mentioned that when we were talking that you're going to be taking all these medications. You need to know what they're for. And I realized that actually yesterday as I was packing to get to Pennsylvania from Georgia driving, which you told me not to do. And I shouldn't have done it because it's five (laughs) hours in a snowstorm driving for 15 hours, but that's okay. I realized that you're not supposed to take certain medications with others. And that if you're going to do your gut stuff, you don't want to put the antibiotics with it right away. And I'm like, Ooh, but I don't know if this pill is an antibiotic or not. And it turns out it wasn't, it was like some kind of B thing or whatever, but yeah, you have to really know what you're putting in your body. And that goes for everything. Another thing that you were talking about that you and I briefly talked about was the mind body connection which is why you offer the yoga, specialized yoga, mm-hmm. but the mind-body connection for everyone. And there's so much out there with the, the whole biology of belief and, and the, the information they're now gathering with antidepressants and how the placebo and the antidepressant given to someone depressed in the control studies, they both work. So what does that tell you? So if you think you're going to get relief, do you start putting yourself in that mindset? It's so mm-hmm. interesting. It is. So interesting. It is. And I'm looking at this disease. I hate to say I have a disease, but it's disease of the body. Dis-ease. Dis-ease. Of the body as a huge reset for whatever reason that is. But another thing that I think we talked about, but is in the documentaries and in some of the books that I've been reading, and I think it was on your podcast too, was that between Lyme and Epstein-Barr, these are two underlying things that most of us have or could have that we don't know we have. And this could be why we're getting the diagnoses of MS and Parkinson's and myrophia. What is it? My fibromyalgia. Fibromyalgia. <laughs> um, fibromyalgia. So let's call it that. Yeah. yeah. And then dementia, arthritis, dementia, all these things that all kind of bring on the inflammation and they're underlying, they're the roots of the tree. And no, we just don't go far back enough. And didn't, were you the one who told me about the plant? I think you did. You told me about the plant scenario that you don't just, oh, that you don't just clip off the part of the leaf. No, I didn't tell you that. I didn't. But it makes sense. You know, you really need to focus on the root cause. And that's what functional medicine is about. See, people don't get that term, but it's root cause. It's investigation of Mm -hmm. why. Now, Mm -hmm. integrative approach is more of an open mind to root cause yet prescriptions. I'm trying to make this very simplified. Whereas Mm -hmm. conventional relies on medical books that are not really up to date. And in the future, if we focus more on keeping or keeping people well, giving them the tools and having them buy into those tools, using those tools, and then looking at a cause. One of the many reasons for this podcast is to collect, connect, and share information that will add to your life. It is my honor and pleasure to share products with you that I buy, use, and believe in that are high quality, sustainable, responsible to our earth, and that actually work. One product I have been using for almost a year now, every day, and now twice a day with the diagnosis of my Lyme disease is collagen. Collagen is a buzzword right now because collagen is a protein that makes up 30% of our bodies. And like everything else, as we age, we lose it. Fine lines, brittle nails, Dull hair, achy joints, dry skin are all part of why collagen is so essential. 
So let me share why Elaine Collagen, the brand I use, is in my opinion more effective than what's out there on those shelves. It is easy to use, tasteless, and dissolves into any beverage. It's non-GMO, and it's from cows raised in Spain, and no chemicals are used for its extraction. Bingo, speak in my language. You can experience the benefits for yourself and receive 15% off by using the code SECONDWIND, all one word, at checkout at elainewellness.com. And if you want to know more about Elaine and her Second Wind story, listen to her episode. The title is Plot Twist. There's no such thing as anti-aging from March 15, 2021. Now, back to the episode. Do you know that magnesium deficiency can be a cause for elevated blood pressure? Because no. magnesium relaxes blood vessels. Yeah, it's outrageous. And hormonal reasons for diabetes because people are more estrogen dominant. Right. You right. know, it's an active hormone and people who have this big belly, you know, you have two different types of fats. You know, if you can just pinch a little around, that's subcutaneous fat. You need that. But it's that hard belly that looks like the quote unquote beer belly. That's visceral, deep fat. That is not only just sticking underneath your muscle, but it's also wrapping around your organs. You and know, this, people and just, fat holds on to toxins, correct? Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's so like that get, closet. It's like that closet or that drawer where you're like, I don't know what to do with that. You just, just shut, shut it. it in the closet. It's work. You know, it's work to be healthy. It is. it is. But you do take the time and effort and the work it takes to take care of your car. And again, why do you need your car? Because it has to be reliable, right? It has to get you from point A to point B. It has to pick up the kids. It has to take you on vacation. It has to bring you to work. But we don't look at our body as that vessel that needs that type of care. Or spending the money. You'll spend the money. I have a, one of our employees. Well, I don't have 50 bucks to go to telemed, but you had 50 bucks to go out to the bar, right? Three nights ago with your friends. Like, what's the priority? How does that work? And I wanted to find out what you think about these, the Epstein bar, the Lyme. Do more people have Lyme? then no. Well, here's the thing. We're not going to be able to really answer that question right now unless people get better Lyme testing, which requires money Yeah, because they yeah. have to have something separate than conventional, just your lab up the street, hospital lab, whatever. Their testing is not as scientific or specific. So we don't really know. Epstein-Barr, we can actually test for that much easier. But one of the problems I have right now is that labs will report antibody levels as greater than the antibody level of greater than maybe 600. So is it 6,000? Is it really, really, you know, the body's making more antibodies or is it 601? I mean, 600 oh. itself is, is bad enough, but so I've investigated this and I've talked to people who are in this arena and they said, it's okay to do the testing to make sure someone doesn't have new antibodies because there's difference between new and old, but you have to go by their symptoms. So someone who's got the fatigue, the sore throat and the swollen glands, that's more of a reactive or something underlying smoldering issue. Whereas, you know, you can't just read the lab work because right. that could get you into trouble. But you know, if you're doing treatment and you're doing kind of rounds, several of the herbal treatments that I use are both antibacterial, antiviral. So you're trying, but you've got to calm down the inflammation. You've got to get rid of the excess sugar, high fructose corn syrup, just the crap. You know, if you can't read an ingredient, you shouldn't be eating it. And you shouldn't be putting it on your body either. Everything right. that you breathe, you swallow, you slather on your body, everything has to be broken apart and detoxified. 
You know, it's, you just don't think about it. You don't, you don't, you know, it's almost sad that I got into this because every time I look at something, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I become so critical and I, oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, and I say th- like people, poor people, at the grocery store, I'm like, Ooh, you know, maybe you want to think of getting that over here. It's a better product. That's you know? so funny. People run from me in the grocery store. If they see me, they hide their carts. They do because they know you They think you're going to judge. And okay, I might be judging a little, but not because I'm judging you. I care about you, right? And I don't want you to eat that. All right, so here's a big, big take home. You ready? Yes. Fish oil, omegas. Oh, yes. Very important. They're not all made the same. Do not get it at a big box store. Do not. And I have been told by people who know this is the bottom of the barrel. And if you're getting jars that are like good for like 300 days, it's going to be very poor. By the time you get to the bottom of that, they're probably rancid. They're causing more inflammation. Oh, wow. You got to get really good quality fish oil. You really, really, really do. And there are several good companies that I work with that I really, really like. Metagenics, Biotics Research, Zymogen. And then you get the other people that I feel badly for because they'll say it's so much more expensive, but it's quality. You know, you really want to wear that, but you'll spend it on a good dinner out. Right. But you won't spend it on this supplement. Yeah. It's It's hard. It is. It's a mindset. Yeah. It's a mindset. But I'll tell you, people don't don't recognize gifts that they're actually receiving along their lifetime. You know, it's a, what do you mean? What do you mean? by Well, that? what I mean is it's unfortunate that I had to experience this illness, this Lyme and mold toxin illness, but it was also a gift. It was a gift that I was able to see that it could change my focus. It gave me that second wind. And it was also at a time in medicine that the owners of practices were getting pinched by the insurance companies. Their productivity went down and down and down. And people were, doctors who own these practices were crabby. They were angry. They had their panties in a bunch all the time. And it no longer became like a group thing that we're all helping people. We're all working for the same thing. Good job. It was the focus became so negative. So as that was happening and I was recovering, I was given that chance to make a difference in a whole different Mm. way. And I do have to say that a lot of my GYN patients have become patients of ours in this functional realm because everybody's got issues. Everybody. It's just the world we live in today, don't you think? It is. It's just for your body to keep the homeostasis that it so desperately wants to do and can do for us. We're going to have to help it. And we're going to have to understand what's going on inside of it. So tell me, Cindy, if someone comes to you, what does that look like? Because you've got your daughter in the practice and she said, yes, after you put your hand on her shoulder at dinner. Yeah. I said, mom, I'll do whatever you say. Well, yeah, it was a little tough in the beginning, but you know, we got a coach and we learned and she, she was pregnant in the portion of it. So she had only one baby and then it became ever so clear that this is a better road for her because she can, she doesn't have to worry about paying for daycare. So all of that was happening. And yeah, so our website is www.pursuepursuewellness.us. And you'll see all about the practitioners in the group. You'll see about our wellness center and things that we offer that way. We do have individual providers that their own entity under the umbrella of Pursue Wellness. We have a nurse practitioner who practices psychiatry. We have a mental health counselor. We have a massage therapist, craniosacral and lymphatic drainage therapist. We have a whole yoga program. We have our sauna. We have our biomap. Now, if people 
people are looking for a consultation or a program to really work on their issues under our website, under plans, they can read about what we offer. And it's a combined effort. It's medical and nutrition. So it's not just one or the other. I mean, you could just work with Kara as a dietitian, but we focus on the individual person. So Two people coming to us for weight gain are going to look completely different because we have to go back with what's going on with your life. Where's your stress? How's your sleep? Are you pooping? We talk about the bathroom all the time. And so developing a plan for them will be different. Someone I may want to do a stool analysis, someone I may want to do uh, hormonal testing. Some people I may want to do organic acids, which is very complicated. That's a whole program to discuss in and of itself, but right. it, it, everything you. is different. So people will come, they'll visit with me in the center, or if they're in Massachusetts or Connecticut, they can do some video appointments with us. I do like to get if they're not in, in the those, office. like, so if it's me, or someone in California, they can do video. They can still work. They can do video right now. I think with COVID, the laws are a bit relaxed. You have to have a certain restrictions. Massachusetts is pretty tight about that, but I do have patients from the South. I do have patients from North of us, et cetera. Most of our patients are Massachusetts or Connecticut. Kara carries a license for Maryland and Massachusetts. So she can visit with people and actually do a whole treatment plan based on diet and medical needs under the, she has the licensure to do that. So, so we do that. And what's the best part of all of this is our nurse who does coordination of care. Her name is Jean Curtis. And Jean was my triage nurse in gynecology. I didn't wow. steal her. She actually left before I did, but now we're back together. And it's like this dynamic kind of thing. We never had to worry about getting to know each other, right? you know, and we just kind of just, okay, here's how we're doing it. And of course, you know, who opens a wellness center March of 2020 when there's COVID involved? I did. <laughs> Not only that, not only did you open, I'm glad you mentioned that. Not only did you open that, your children are grown. Uh, a lot of people are retiring now. You opened it at probably the, the most difficult time to start anything yes. new. And you were still ill. Like you were still fighting the good fight. Yeah, I think, again, like anything else, if you don't take it seriously, if you just slack off, you know, some things kind of rear their ugly heads. So it's just important. And I try not to explain too much of my own issues with my patients, but I do tell them I've been there. You know, I have been there. And, you know, what before do you, you do? Yeah, before you got diagnosed, and this freaks me out a little bit, you were dealing with symptoms and stuff for what, seven years? Oh, well, let's see. More than that? No, less than that. Less than that. It was from 2011 to 2015. Four years. It's still. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So are you healed now? I'm getting there, man. Yeah, but it's not. I, oh, listen to my earlier podcast. I couldn't string two sentences together. It was ridiculous. I didn't notice that. Oh, really? It was awful. It was awful. <laughs> couldn't string. It was terrible. It would be like, uh, blah, 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 blah. You, can't, you can't get the word out. Terrible. I'm just lucky, Cindy, because before I had my October 3rd shivering attack and sore neck, back, can't sleep on October 3rd, I had already recorded like, I don't know, 10 episodes. So as I was going through all that, I just said, okay, do this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. And I, and I was able, I did a few Zoom calls in between when I felt good, but I had to cancel a bunch. And thank God, because you really just don't make sense. And you go to say something and just babble spews out of your mouth. And oh, my husband's like, or what, what, you, what did you The say? best is when you're talking and you lose track of what you're saying and you have no oh, idea. God. I love that one. Well, and I it's different that. than the age-related stuff. You know, it's the Lyme part. It affects you. It sounds like it's the 
the same thing. Oh, no, no, no. That's just your age. No, it's but not. It's, it's a little different. It's a little different, I think. And I think that people use that excuse a lot or, you know, it's in the family. No, it doesn't have to be. Let's figure out, do you have any nutritional deficits that we could fix? You know, what's going on with your metabolic system? Can we really add some really good fish oil? And can we add some really good curcumin? You know, people will say, well, I shaved turmeric in my whatever. That's just not going to do it. You'd have to be eating tons of that. You've got to get it in a concentrated, bigger volume. That's the whole thing. You know, people say, oh, I eat good. Eh, They don't really. That's a lie. People lie. People are liars. Well, and also our nutrients aren't as nutritious. Yes, you're right. As they were 200 years ago. I mean, it's a fact. Our soil is a lot of it's contaminated. And we take shortcuts and we use things with glyphosate and we genetically modify stuff and all these things we have to get. And I think that's what the whole pandemic is about to have us start going back to farmer's markets, supporting our community, starting there first and stopping the big box thing and the gigantic bottles of fish oil. Right? I mean, (laughs) we need to stop that. Yeah, that stop. Stop the insane. Sanity. So I have a lot of respect for you because I don't think I could, if I had had the job that you had in the beginning of me having this, I would have had, and many, many people do quit or lose their jobs because they're debilitated and you kept going. And then you opened up your own practice to help others with all the information you were learning and and realizing you weren't getting the answers that you, you deserved and that you needed. So what keeps you going? What do you have a mantra? Do you have like, (laughs) is there something that you do that keeps Cindy Kennedy going to keep fighting this good fight, not only for your own health, but for everybody else that you're working for? Well, Kara, my daughter is like very level-headed. So when I'm like, she's like, okay, mom, listen, you're, you know, you're doing the best you can. Let's think of this. Let's try this together. Let's work at that. And I get, you know, it's the support. My husband is so supportive and, you know, although I'm not podcasting anymore because I got to the point where, you know, you got to pick something, you know, it's kind of like we used to make fun of people that had hyphenated last names and it would mess up the computers and insurance. And we'd say, pick a name, just pick a name and stay the same. So I had to pick one thing. And I just knew that it was going to be better for me to do patient care in the long run. And so it's great that some people have wonderful things to say on a day that I need a pick me up. Like I had a patient who we really got her better from a mold illness. And she said, thank you for keeping it simple because Mm -hmm. she's been reading books and she's been listening to webinars and whatnot. And she gets overwhelmed very easily, but there's so many treatments that are out there. Ozone treatments and IV treatments. and, And I don't have that to offer, nor do I think I will because it's... I just need to keep it as basic as possible with a way that people can afford and help them get better. It doesn't have to be all that fancy, you know? So how do you keep yourself? Oh, like, well, I, do you like have I secrets? said, do you have a mantra? Do you have my, anything? I try to say every day, I'm just going to do the best that I can today. And if I do the best that I can, even though it's not a hundred percent, then I'll write myself a note and I'll try to do more tomorrow. You know, the longer you do the same thing, just as you said, Wendy, about when you weren't feeling great, but you kind of had a rhythm of doing your podcast. It's the same thing. The more you do it, you get more confident. And this is not easy. I was told a long time ago, do not portray yourself as anybody can come to for any reason. Pick Mm -hmm. something and be known for that. And then yes, you end up taking care of other people along the way. Well, Karen and I laugh about this all the time because we've got GI issues, thyroid issues, Lyme, mold. We've got all kinds of different things. But again, if you go back to the basics, what we learn in functional medicine 
is go to the gut. If you can add some nutrients, magnesium, vitamin D with K2, if you can suppress some inflammation, if you can repair leaky gut, most people are going to improve. You know, that's all I can do. And so we're just going to try to wait this crazy COVID crisis out and try to be as safe as possible and see how it comes out at the end. Love it. Cindy, thank you so much for your time today. I know that we had all these notes and how you grew up and all that stuff. But I think what we said today was right on point and right what we needed to hear. You know, you're just a go-getter. You've always been a go-getter. You never let anybody say no to you. And you said, fibro my ass. Yes. Says it all. You it does. It does. If you don't think what they're telling you is right, then don't allow that to make or break whatever your life. One of the biggest things that we ask every patient, every visit is where does your joy come from? What do you find? Oh, every visit. Where's your joy? What's your joy? Now, first of all, what I say on the very first visit, because I am a jokester, I'll say, Oh, and where do you get your vitamin J from? And they'll look. (laughs) I don't know Uh, what that is. I don't know what that is. And it's sad Uh, when people will go, but then they get used to me asking that and they become more comfortable saying, you know what? I love my dog. I love writing. I love playing the piano, gardening. You know, people will then start thinking and you got to be joyous. You've got to find joy, simple things, joy, simple, simple, simple. And you're making people probably think about because you could you're doing these things, but maybe you're not present enough or aware enough or grateful enough to see what's right in front of you that does bring you joy. Right. I love that you do that. I'm so glad you said that. That yeah. vitamin J. Where's vitamin, your vitamin J, J, baby? Get your vitamin J. That's probably going to be the title of this podcast. Yeah. Where's your vitamin J? Where's your vitamin J? <laughs> I love it, but that's it. And that also goes with the mind, body, soul, the whole thing and joy. And, you know, they've done all these tests with being grateful and being present and being joyful Mm -hmm. actually creates health and wellness. And I love that you do that for your patients. Ah, that's so good. So thank you so much. Do you have anything to leave us with? Oh, what should I tell? I know. What did I tell you? When you're actually hoping for a better outcome, but you're never going to get it. Remember I said, stop going to the pizza shop looking for ice cream because the pizza shop is never going to give you ice cream. Right. Right. Maximize, minimize, and prioritize. So do the best you can, get rid of the crap, and make a list of your priorities. There you go. Ah, thank you so much, Cindy. That was wonderful. Fun to talk. Thank you, Wendy. So much fun. And until next time, breathe in your second wind. Thank you for listening today. I hope that something you heard made you smile, made you think, and made you feel. If these incredible stories empowered you, awakened you, or left you feeling inspired, make sure to share with a friend and write us a review on iTunes so we can continue to change lives through this content. Make sure you tag us while you're listening on our Facebook group, My Second Wind, or hit the link in the show notes to join the conversation. Until next time, go ahead and breathe in your second wind.